Welcome to The Vine Time with Melanie Bolvik. Today's special guest is Claudia Caligari. Caligari, tell me how to pronounce it. Claudia Caligari. Caligari from Tuscany. Welcome. Ciao. Thank you so much, Melanie. I'm so happy to be here. I am very happy to have you as well. So we met on LinkedIn. Yes. Yeah. And I want, to, I want you to tell us all about your business. Well, it's a, it's a long story because <laughs> it started 16 years ago, actually, Okay. when uh, I, as a young student, decided to get a specialization in, um, in gastronomical sciences, really. So it was not only about wine, but it was more about uh, the gastronomy world that was very fascinated, uh, fascinating, sorry for me. And after 16 years of working in uh, marketing and communication for larger wineries, uh, a year and a half ago, I decided to start my own venture because in all those years, I met uh, so many wineries, uh, so many colleagues, so many people around. And I was so fascinated by especially those uh, small ones, very authentic, family-owned uh, wineries that uh, sometimes they do not have that power in distribution to overcome the modern uh, international difficulties that they might face and so sometimes you know I would suggest uh, to some customer of mine a very nice wine that it was impossible to find in the states for example right. and so I started this uh, uh, small venture in which uh, basically I uh, thanks to my background uh, select uh, scout select niche wines from uh, really unique, uh, authentic wineries with a soul, with a story to tell, with a personality, and basically make them available for a broader public because uh, I ship to private customers nearly all over the world. Okay, okay, and you can do that? I can do that okay. because, yeah, absolutely. I do have a, a commercial company, okay. so I no, can I, sell, I absolutely. In the US, only because in the US we have all these, like, three tiers and importer, distributor, retailer kind of business. You can ship direct to people here? I do, I okay. do. And that is because uh, selling privately is a little bit easier than okay. selling through a, an imported distributor because right. it's normally in smaller scale and uh, it's totally legal, absolutely. Oh, My okay. shipping company takes care of all the documents, mm -hmm. but because it's not uh, an, an actual importation to to the trade, it's right. much easier than uh, than uh, that otherwise. It's like if uh, an American uh, tourist would go to a winery and uh, would ask the winery itself to ship his wine home, back home. That's just the same thing. I do that, the same thing. Okay. And so so it goes to private people. So, for example, I could order from you, but if I Absolutely. were a small distributor in Maine, I couldn't order for resale, correct? That okay. is correct. Well, that's good to know. Yes. And what is yeah. your website? My website is www.callegari.wine. Simple as that. that. I love it. And we're going to offer a promo code for, um, when, yeah, when, because, uh, when yeah. this drops. Yep. I want wonderful. And so you live in you live in Tuscany, but you're not from Tuscany. Is that correct? I am not from Tuscany. I come from the north of the country, right. uh, from Bergamo, which is a pretty town nearby Milan. Mm -hmm. But uh, after, yeah, 17 years in Tuscany, I proudly consider myself Tuscan by adoption. So I feel more I Tuscan that. than Nordic. Right. And uh, yeah, Tuscany is really the place where 
uh, I found my direction in life. It's a place where I raise my family uh, with my two beautiful girls. Wow. And it's, that it, it's a place that became home, really. And where exactly in Tuscany are you? I am uh, in Piombino, exactly, which is uh, um, a town on the Tuscan coast. Uh, in terms of uh, vine growing, let me say that it's very nearby the Bulgari Appellation, which is the place for the uh, worldwide known uh, Super Tuscan, red Super Tuscan wines. And are you near Morlino? Is the Mor Morlino GOC there? Mm, well, no. it's not really close. It's about um, more than uh, more than an hour drive. Uh, North or south? Uh, well, inland. Oh, okay, gotcha. So Morlino's yes. inland. So where where are you in proximity to Livorno? Sorry, what when? Livorno. Yeah, Livorno is about forty minutes from my place. It's south actually the main province. Yeah, it's actually the main province of of the town I live in. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Wonderful. I love it. I've been there once. I went there with Mary Gaynor, this this very wonderful lady in Ireland who has a school there called the Wine Academy based in Thomastown, Kilkenny. And Mary and I went on this epic journey to Tuscany. And she just made a phone call and we were having lunch in the palace or lunch in the castle with, you know, that was on the on the winery and on it went. So we went on this magical tour of Tuscany with Mary Gaynor and I drove. And, uh, and the, one of the last days that we were there, we had a little bit of time. We were flying out of Pisa. We had a couple of hours and I was like, you know what? I need to be near the sea. It was really hot. And I'm a, mm -hmm. I'm a water girl. I need to see it, smell it, taste it. I need it around me. I need to live near it. So I was like, we had been inland for so long. I was like, let's go to the sea. And we went to Livorno and saw the big boats. It's beautiful mm -hmm. there. It's, yeah, um, actually, I didn't mention that. But the, one of the reasons why I live uh, on the coast Mm -hmm. is because uh, it's so nice. First of all, the weather is so nice here, right. but also because uh, sailing is really beautiful uh, in the surroundings. We are right in front of the Elba Islands where they right. actually produce very nice wines as well. I'm sure. And uh, the, it's, it's a very nice place, yes, if you like to, to sail. Yeah, of course. Oh, wonderful. And so um, talk to me about your business. You're, you're um, growing your business through your LinkedIn contacts and through your networks correct well I was really surprised surprised by but by how much and how powerful is the LinkedIn uh, platform oh, it sure is. I was totally unaware of that uh, till I started posting last year uh, for me LinkedIn was just a place you know to place my to, to publish my CV and eventually look for a job Right. But uh, as I started uh, posting on a regular basis and sharing my thoughts about business and my journey in business mm -hmm. as, as a young uh, entrepreneur, yes, sure. I still consider myself young. <laughs> and um, it's it's very powerful. I've met a lot of uh, clients, well, mm -hmm. a lot of potential clients who became actually clients. Sure. And uh, I had the chance to ch exchange ideas, projects with the other uh, professionals, both in the wine industry, but also beyond. Of course. Yeah, no, LinkedIn is wonderful. Uh, I have a group on LinkedIn. So if anybody's listening, they can uh, join the group, which is the Vine, or it's called Vine Time TV, actually, because we have a video show called Vine Time TV, which can be found on YouTube and xotv.me. And we also have an audio show or an audio podcast, which we're speaking on now called The Vine Time, which is available on Spotify, Audible, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. So um, what's next for you? How, do, how Where are you going to take your business? Do you think, where do you think you're going to be in two or three years? 
Well, uh, right now I have a personal project, <laughs> which is taking me a lot of time, okay. which is my diploma studies. Oh, so uh, last okay. year I get my I got my WCSET level okay. three certification, mm -hmm. and this year I started to study again, really like at the university times so on a daily basis, big yeah. books, and it's really time consuming. But I'm trying really to to get it done at the first attempt. So I'm trying to take it taking it very serious. Um, nevertheless, meanwhile, <laughs> I, of course, I need to make my business growing. And um, beside the um, private shipments um, that I do upon request, uh, one of the projects uh, uh, that I'm working on uh, right now is the launch of a wine club where okay. um, my guests can uh, join with a membership uh, depending on the different level or different tires, uh, which uh, is related uh, either to a particular budget or particular preferences in terms of style Lighter and red. receive, yep. Uh, yep, correct. And receive um, a shipment uh, made by my suggestion on a regular basis, whether it is four months or six months upon request. So right now, I'm working on that to make it uh, very easy to use and to make Exciting. it like a community. And mm -hmm. hopefully it's going to be launched in the coming months. Very good. And so talk to me about some of your wineries. Um, uh, is there any more memorable ones or um, are they from particular regions or all over Italy? Well, I'm working only in Tuscany. Okay. So I, I decided to really specialize in the region I know the most because right. uh, I want to be really on top of things. And when people ask me suggestion, I want to make sure that I've been visiting all the places that, uh, that I suggest uh, or um, I know all the producers and so forth. So I decided to really specialize in Tuscany mm -hmm. by now. Who knows in the future? Right. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning, my typical wineries is medium to small. Um, family owned but doesn't have to be I mean there are small wineries with different stories that are at the same time very authentic and very interesting mm -hmm. uh, what can I say there is one particular story that I always like to talk about is this um, winery in uh, in Bulgari that has been founded by a woman her name is uh, Silvia Fuselli and what I found very interesting, and I know that she will listen to this podcast, so I'm very happy to, okay. to talk about her. Uh, she was a, a pro female soccer player. Oh, wonderful. Which is very yeah, unique, you know. And when she retired, well, retired, but being very young, she decided to uh, acquire the land of his father, Artemio, and uh, turn it into a... A Bulgari, a Bulgari property and started to produce her wine. But obviously, because of her past soccer career, as you probably know, because Melanie, you have been to Italy many times, soccer for us, it's a big thing. It's oh, I really, yeah. I mean, I don't know which equivalent sport it will be in the US, but soccer in Italy is really a big thing. Mm -hmm. So if you look at her pictures at her website, the, the company name is Le Vigne di Silvia. There are so many references about uh, a soccer ball oh, or nice. a field, and it's very funny. And, uh, oh, nice. and uh, last last uh, December, we organized um, I organized an event in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Oh wow! <laughs> where I brought uh, yes, where I brought a selection of wines to a big uh, party of uh, nearly two hundred people in two nights, mm -hmm. and I brought the horse oil wines. And uh, at the final auction. 
I actually asked uh, Silvia not only to donate uh, a magdum, so a large format of her wine, but also to sign a bowl, a soccer bowl. And that. that made the audience really crazy. It was so much fun. That's wonderful. <laughs> and so why were you in Omaha? Is there a particular event going on? Well, through LinkedIn, probably. I right. happened to meet this gentleman, Rod. Well, I met him at the airport, but we got together on LinkedIn from mm -hmm. Omaha. Uh, he was very, well, fascinated by my journey. And uh, thanks to networking and mutual connection, he just introduced me to a place where they would host a, a big event. And um, after a, a, Zoom, a Zoom call, it became an actual real event with uh, uh, 200 people in two nights, uh, all private consumers that were just there to enjoy a wine tasting night with an Italian sommelier. This is also a part of uh, what I do. And uh, it's something that I would like to uh, do even more in the future. Sure. Like, I know, Melanie, you would like to spend more time in Italy. Probably I, I would like I to will. spend more time in the US. <laughs> I will. <laughs> we can trade places any day. <laughs> yeah. I would like to come to the US like once a month, ideally. Oh, for sure. for yeah. a different, you should come to me. For, we got yes, to organize something not? in Maine or Boston for you. Why not? Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was really, really a fun event. And it was very special because uh, for these people to have uh, an authentic uh, Italian woman coming straight from Italy with her right. wines, because, of course, I ship my own wines or my right. selection of wines. And then taking their own wines, too. Absolutely. It right. was very unique. Oh, wonderful. Well, maybe we could do something um, for this week for your wine club, too. So we could Absolutely. do a special code for your wine club and get people to yes. sign up for that. Why and not? so yes. I, it's really funny. So you foresee yourself coming to the U.S. How many times have you been to the U.S.? Well, many times, oh, okay. I have to say. Be because of my pre previous uh, work in the bigger wineries, right. um, I've been working many years, like a lifetime, in, uh, in right. Banffy. Yes. And so because of that, I, I would go to the U.S. at least twice a year on a regular basis, just for regular business. Plus, sure. if there was a particular market uh, visits or events... That would right. add up to. Were you the export manager or were you? I was the marketing director. Right. Banffy is still owned by John Mariani and Mariani family, which is a family from Long Island. Oh, okay. Very good. Nice. Yes. Well, your English is impeccable. So I must say all of that, all of that travel to the U.S. is, is done you well. So <laughs> what is you. your favorite wine? Oh, difficult question. It's a hard it's, question. It's like saying it's what's your favorite song. Yeah, it's such a difficult question, but uh, uh, well, I can tell you mostly what's my favorite style, probably, okay. uh, which uh, could be an aged uh, Sangiovese in large oak, meaning uh, powerful, but at the same time elegant with some mm -hmm. finesse into it. So probably not too bold, thanks right. to the long aging in large oak, but that could be the one for what concerned the reds. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have to admit, I love champagne, oh, yes. <laughs> which I long. shouldn't, but probably, <laughs> but I do love it. And uh, for the whites, uh, yeah, I, I'm very, I'm very fond of Vermentino, which is our local variety here in Tuscany. Uh, okay. There are many nice ones that I really find uh, interesting and enjoyable, okay. especially, you know, on a sunny day on the oh, beach, on the boat. Oh, absolutely. And so you have a Vernaccia there too. That's one of my favorite Italian grapes. Yes. I really yeah, like Vernaccia yeah. and Roera Arnaz uh, are my okay. two, two go-to. Yeah. 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 Um, wonderful. So when are you coming over here again? 
Well, I don't know yet. I have uh, two or three different uh, projects. One in uh, one in Atlanta, one uh, in uh, Naples, Florida, and one uh, in uh, Phoenix. But we are still in, you know, in discussion. So we don't have a date yet. But I will definitely inform you about that. You will get here. I love that. And it's funny how you picked all the warm places too. <laughs> if you can see outside my window right now, it's like a snow globe. Um, okay. It's really cold in the northeast in the winter. Yeah, so, yeah, I've heard that. Actually, after my event in, in late December, I had so many shipments uh, going out at the beginning of the year, but uh, FedEx told me to stop because of the incredible uh, cold weather that uh, that was yeah, yeah really in the U.S. Everything. Yeah, it does and severe. We have this other issue of not being able to find people to plow the roads. Then even though there's really not that much snow on the roads, we don't have them plowed properly. So that always Absolutely. is like a cog in the wheel of the, the things to get your wine from A to B, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. Um, sure. Talk to me a little bit more about Italy. What's going on? What's the new trend? You know, what's hot? What's hot in Tuscany? What's hot in Tuscany? Uh, well... We are quite traditional, you know, in Tuscany. There are not the big, uh, you can't huge. Go crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we <laughs> we are very proud about our own produce and our own wines. Sure. Um, probably the the white wine I mentioned to you earlier, the Vermentino. Sure. It's really a white wine that has seen a, an ex, like exploding trend uh, mm-hmm. over the last uh, fifteen years. Right. Um, Tuscany has always been known for its red. So it's it was quite unusual for wineries, especially inland, to plant a, a white variety. But because of its increasing popularity and because of the fact that there are some areas in which it really expresses its best, like uh, uh, on the Tuscan coast, in the Bulgaria area, but not only Bulgaria, also beyond, mm-hmm. uh, but also some other places like uh, the first slope of the Mount Amiata, which is in Maremma coast, produce a beautiful Vermentino. And that's that's something that uh, it has been happening over the last um, decade, for sure. Um, Vermentino's then, grown, Vermentino's grown in, in Sardinia, correct? Yeah, he yeah, it's really, there. It, it is still, of course, produced there. Uh, probably it's the most famous Vermentino in Italy and uh, in the world. But uh, lately in Tuscany, it became really a big thing. And in terms of wine regions, I am seeing... Uh, Again, sorry if I'm uh, <laughs> repeating myself, but Bulgari being really the rock star of all the wine regions. Bulgari, that that's is, where you live, right? Is that correct? Yeah, nearby. Yeah, because it's not yet that famous all over the world. Like, it's not famous like Chianti or like Montalcino, for example. Yeah. But uh, here in Italy, it's becoming really a big thing. And normally, uh, when it's start to be a big thing in Italy, then it becomes bigger and bigger also in the rest of the world. So I forecast that it will become something big in the US as well. And in this region, they're producing a lot of um, super Tuscan wines. Is that correct? Yes, mainly they produce blends. Yes, red blends of uh, uh, either, well, mainly international varieties. So the style would be the Bordolese style, Bordeaux style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So blends of uh, Cab, Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, Merlot, Petit Verdot, Syrah. Right. Some use some Giovese for its uh, nice acidity. Blend. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, some, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting uh, appellation. Very active, I, very dynamic. It is. And it's funny, I remember in 2007 going to Venice, where we probably met. And I remember mm-hmm. being there and, and then talking about Super Tuscans, but the Italians were like, this. I mean, it's like they only produce it for the U.S. market. I think that that's really what's going on. Because I, I, I mean, is it popular in, in Tuscany? So this is my question. And, and, you know, for so long, people have always thought of Tuscany and thought Chianti. So talk to me about the popularity of Chianti or the interesting Chianti or are people becoming a little bit more savvy and saying, no, you know what? I want, you know, you know, Noble de Montepulciano, you know, I want something from Montecino. Like are people, people globally becoming a little bit more savvy about Tuscan wines? It depends. Right. Uh, again, to mention the event I just had in uh, Nebraska, mm-hmm. before the event, I sent out a survey right. and I asked uh, to mention at least one uh, wine regions in Tuscany and 78% right. of the people, so 78% of 200 people said Chianti. Like yes. uh, 5% said Montalcino and right. a few others said uh, Montali- Mont- Bulgari, but really, really a few. So Chianti, it is still a sure. big brand in terms of uh, awareness globally, uh, good or bad. Uh, like every big appellation, there is good and there is bad, of course. <laughs> so it's a very, very broad appellation. First of all, we need to uh, distinct Chianti Classico from Chianti, the OCG, which are two different appellations. Mm-hmm. The Chianti Classico is the original one that is really produced in the uh, area where it was typically produced in the past or in just a few selected uh, towns within um, the surrounding of Florence, Rada, Greve, San Casciano and so forth. And uh, over there uh, you can find big uh, bottlers that produce uh, sometimes not very good wine and sometimes uh, really targeting the international markets. But you can also find the very small, authentic producers with a family heritage. Maybe they inherited some land and decided to produce some quality. Mm-hmm. So there, there are there are nice wineries in the Chianti region. But unfortunately, being so big and producing so many, so much volumes of wine in for the international sales, it's quite um, it's quite usual, or it, it happens many very often uh, that uh, only the the big brands reach the international markets because they have uh, you know the distribution powers, and therefore it's quite uh, common that uh, on the shelf or your local liquor stores you probably find a Chianti from a big bottler and not from an authentic small winery, but. My job and my mission mm-hmm. is really to help those small ones, even from Chianti, <laughs> to get uh, available to a broader public of wine lovers. Of course. And then the last question I'm going to ask you, wine related, is um, what about organics and biodynamics? Do you find that this is a trend? It is absolutely a trend. Okay. Thanks for your question, because I didn't think to mention that. But I just read a few days ago uh, with my studies <laughs> of the diploma that uh, organic is a big thing in Italy, increasing a lot, and especially in Tuscany. Okay. So I'm very happy to, for that, not just for its uh, marketing or commercial value or, or you know, a, better for a, the appeal. environment. 
but really for the environment because Absolutely. luckily I have the chance to talk to people who really firmly believe in it and do it uh, with uh, with a lot of passion because to produce organic and being a small winery, it's really tough. I tell mm -hmm. you, it's really tough both for the paperwork that you have produced uh, because it's difficult to face the global warming that we are facing in the last years because of course global warming is causing all kinds of problems that uh, if you if you grow your vines organic you have left defense or you have diff i mean you have few ways uh, or less ways to protect your 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 vineyards sure. and uh, but it is becoming a big thing and uh, many many wineries are paying a lot of attention to the general environment overall so not just to get the label with the green leaf i do know somebody and we'll give her a shout out her name is miriam with valda piatta oh and, yes i know uh, her yeah miriam's wonderful i've met i've worked with her in dublin and oh. uh, her wines are actually sold here in the u.s but she i believe is converted to organic and i think they even have vines which is amazing so maybe they're working towards biodynamics but i know mm. that they've converted recently so that's a yeah that's miriam she's she's good people so. She's uh, super nice, and her uh, Nobile was in my selections a few, a few nice. seasons ago. Because something I didn't mention is that my selection is quite um, light, so I don't have like a huge selection of wines. Right. But uh, what I do is to regularly change them on the season. So every season I. Uh, offer or I introduce six different wines mm -hmm. for my customers so my friends because they become friends in a way every four months they can have like a complete description of six, six different wines mm -hmm. with my recommendation the stories yes. behind and so forth oh wonderful so I ask all of this uh, and all of my guests this and I'm going to ask you what do you love what do I love in general or in wine? In general. I love life. Oh, that's a good answer. Yes, I totally love life. You seem especially, like the type of person who loves life. Yeah. Yeah. And especially the last year, it gave me so much back at me, you know? Oh, good. So, good. so yes, I totally love life. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you're living your dream. That's wonderful. I'm so proud yeah. of you. And so um, everybody gets to pick a song. So do you have a song for us today? Okay. Just the first one um, um, that comes to my mind is a, a pink, pink song. Yes. Uh, just give me a reason. Oh, I love it. We are not broken, just banned. Absolutely. Well, you. it's been a pleasure having you. Um, thank you so much. And I hopefully... You and I will be sitting somewhere in Italy having a glass of Prosecco or Champagne sometime this year. <laughs> you know what my motto is? Let's make it happen. Absolutely. Let's make it happen. Well, listen, best yeah. of luck to you in your journey. Thank you so much. Here is your song. Thank you. Thank you so much, Melanie. Great being here. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Ciao. Just a little bit's enough. Just a second when